So he kept saying, you know, tell me the magic potion. Tell yeah. me the steps to take for this to happen. And she said, there is, I can't. What, the only thing that you can do is position yourself to receive. You get, there is no like, tap on this, spin around three times. Yes, yeah, be in the receiving mode. You know, and then you're gonna have this experience. And I've heard, this must be from some of her advanced classes or something like that, because there, some of the people that have been talking and the last couple ones that I've been listening to have been to multiple ones. And she's called on them multiple times, which is interesting. And they, the thing that seems to run through a couple of these people is their desire to figure it out. Yeah, I, I hear you saying. And they're very proud individuals that think they know something. Yeah, like I heard, I even said it to Jake. He said, he's like, yes, I know exactly what you're saying because you've said it before. And blah blah blah, like he, you know what I mean. Like after all of that was said, yeah, like wasn't even listening. In that place, no. And I was like, so I was what like, I take I there is he, he, he gets him? it intellectually, but the information he's unable to share is the experience of it, which would be the how, which would be his how he got to that place. He can't share that because he hasn't experienced it. Right, he hasn't allowed where, himself. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Allowing, I really like that word. Allowing, he hasn't allowed himself to do what? I mean, he's been meditating for ten years. Be in the receiving mode. We have, but how do you allow yourself to do that? That's that's kind of where my brain is going right now. I wasn't saying what you were saying is wrong. Mm -mm. I was offering the contrast to allow it to unfold. To keep unfolding it, right? Because are you in the receiving mode when you know? Right? There's no right, wrong, bad, or indifferent. But can you even be in the receiving mode when you know the end result? No, I mean, there's no, there's no room. There's no space for anything to come in. Right, so, you can't. So that's where I was at last night. Like contrast is a good, is a good thing because it inherently creates that space if you're willing to see a different side of it for that you allow something else to come in right and so what do you have to do to allow something else to come in what has to happen I free up some space Wait, okay, so how? I don't know. My experience not identify with external and be in, I don't know, I mean, it's not through, like, meditation helps, but it's not where all of it is, you know? If, I don't know, through my own experience, you know? Not... <coughs> It's not in the meditation. The meditation is the tool to be able to allow you to see things 
without identifying with one thing or the other. You know, that, uh, you know, that's what frees up the space and, I guess, breaks down the attachment that you have with something external. Yeah, but if you've been meditating for 10 years, you've been meditating for a couple, a year, whatever, yeah. and what I'm hearing you say is that you know what's supposed to happen. Well, I mean, I'm having trouble, like, putting it into words because I don't really, I don't really know. I can only, you know what I mean? Like, I can share from my experience, but, like, putting it into words, it sounds weird. It, like, I'm fumbling over what I'm saying because it doesn't, it's hard for me to put into words. Which I would mean really what? Describe. Then it's possible I haven't fully experienced something. Mm, that's the most <clears throat> humble thing you've ever said in your life. Congratulations. You're healed. Seriously. The most humble thing I've ever heard you say. That's my willingness to see something from a different perspective. You know? And so let's continue to unfold this. All of us guys, come on. This is all you. This is you. This is you. This is you. It's you, it's me. That's why I've been listening to this thing over and over and over again because I, it resonated with me and it is a, it's the key component to, to all of this. And she even says in this is that actually meditation is everything. The proper meditation when you are in this place of receiving. And so it's really important to identify what has to happen for you to be in this place of receiving. said something about control. So let's continue to move down that direction because that's what it's about. How do you how do you get in a place of receivership? How do you get in a place to accept something? Let go of control? Yeah. You give up control or you surrender control. Control of what? Control of everything. Control of yourself. 
in the moment with no expectations. The willingness to look at what you already have the emotional tie to, regardless of what it is. Take a look at it as like, I have an emotional, it's energy. There's energy in motion. There's an emotional tie to this thing. Be willing to say or realize that you have that with any given thing. Would almost, I don't know, step one or whatever, but realize that that's there and let go of the control of it needing to be what you think it is. The what else could it be? Not needing to figure out what else it could be. Just the willingness to say, I do have this, I see that for what it is, doesn't make it true, it's just what I think it is. That that in itself would create the but you but space. you don't have the ability to do that. It's like we all you know, the biggest thing in religion is like surrender your life to whatever, this God. And no one can tell you how to do that. Well, you got to say this magic potion. And then it, and everyone's trying to figure it out, trying to do it, meditating, trying to meditate, 10 years of meditating and being completely frustrated because you're trying to receive, you're trying to get it versus receive it. Yeah, it's, what I hear is a means to an end, right? Like you're using it as a means to an end versus re really surrendering to the possibility. And, um, and so w what she's saying is so simplistic here, and it's, it's what no one wants to do. In recovery, in life, in anything, no one wants to do it. The basics. Everyone wants to go to the end of the book. They don't want to take the time. We don't want to take the time to do the simple things. What are the simple, what is she asking him to do? Shut his mouth, shut his brain off, and focus on his breath. over and over and over again, she says that that is the only thing that positions you into this place to where you can then receive something else. And what we like to do is we like to get all fancy and do all these different meditations and, and try and go to the end of the book and get the end results. And the power is in the adventure. She calls it the journey. She just doesn't know yet. But it's in the willingness to get in that vulnerable position of what? Giving up control of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions to everything, to the moment in time, to your environment, to everything. 
and get vulnerable, release control, and do the most simplistic thing you possibly can do. And that's focus on your breath. Listen to your breath. And practice. Now we're practicing not being in control. Because we get, when we break everything down, we are getting in this most vulnerable place. So our eyes are closed. We're focused on our breath. And... Do it. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And because Esther is willing to do that, then she gets the nudge, not the tug, the nudge. It's a little I made, different. I made sure to use nudge. Yeah. Tug. Uh, and she's because she's been doing this because she she's been listening to herself because she's been in alignment for extended periods of time she is able to identify what the nudge is she's able to know who she is where she is where she came from when she gets the nudge to be able to know whether it's the old story whether it's self whether it's source. She didn't have to figure anything out. She didn't have to, you know, accomplish some great task. She simply had to be willing to get in that place. Alignment with self and source, one. It's like the same type of thing. It's like, you know, uh, the only thing that comes from trying to talk to a crazy person or trying to convince someone of something is that you end up becoming crazy, right? Person can't receive it, right? Why, because they think they know. It's the exact same thing. Why do people that are in, you know, dealing with some sort of addiction find themselves in a position to where they're able to receive more than other people that have never had to deal with that? Because they've been beat down and forced into this place where it's easier to receive. But the more you think you know, the more you have, the more control you're in, the less chance you have to experience more. And it goes back to another one that I've been listening to a lot as well with a guy that, you know, he goes and he him and his wife go and they go to one of the conferences and they apply everything and they were getting ready to get a divorce and they ended up staying together and his business was getting ready to go bankrupt and now it's making a billion dollars and he finds out that he has cancer and he's like I've applied all these things I've been doing all these things 
And now this, how do I deal with it? What's the magic potion? And she says the exact freaking same thing. Which is, get into alignment, and then ask yourself what you're not releasing. What have you not dealt with? Because that is what is making this happen. It's what's keeping you in this place. And so that that rings true to, to anything and anyone I know that's ever gone through any kind of recovery or self-improvement or anything like that is they think, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and then I'm done with dealing with what? With me. I'm done dealing with myself. I'm not going to do that anymore. I don't need to because now my, my I'm married, I'm making all this money, I'm doing all these things. But then because I didn't deal with me, I don't go any further and everywhere I go, there I am. And I'm like, you know, I'm doing all, all this other stuff's happening in all these other areas and then boom. Can't be me. It's got to be something else. There's got to be some other magic trick or something that I'm missing. I'm tapping two times instead of three times. And it's just simply the unwillingness to not know. The unwillingness to get in the most basic, the most fetal of positions as a, as an adult, as a, you know, as a breathing human being, I guess you would say. The closest place that you can get to that fetal position is closing your eyes and listening to your breath, your heartbeat. That's why floating is such a great tool, because it kind of forces you back in the womb. And we lose, we don't want to take the time, we lose the willingness to do what got us to the place in the first place. We do the unwillingness to do the things that got us the abundance. We forget so quickly who we are, where we are, and where we came from. You know, I mean, it, 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 when I heard this message today, this morning, I mean, such a connection to last night's meeting, like ridiculous. And then connection to everything else that's been going on around here. It's like you get the nudge. It's like, you know, it's, for me, it was like, you know, the, the piece of mail. And I looked at it and it just looked different. It had a different energy. And it made me think, huh, maybe I don't have to keep fixing the fucking BMW anymore. Maybe there's a different possibility. And then meditate, nudge, meditate, nudge, meditate, nudge. New car. I didn't go, 
oh, I'm going to solve this problem and manifest a new car into my existence. No, I got in alignment. I stayed in alignment. I stayed in alignment. I stayed in alignment. And go, okay, now I got the answer, so I'm going to go do, 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 do. I might have got a new car at that moment, but it wouldn't have been the same. I wouldn't have been able to see the, the connections. I wouldn't have, would, have, would have not been able to connect the dots, play connecting the dots. It's the new rage that's about to hit the world. Because it's like, you know you didn't cause it. But you can see it plain as day. It's inspired versus required. Correct. You may, you may get to the same <clears throat> end result, but there's two ways of getting there. The long, old way of cause and effect and dragging out and making the end result happen versus tuning in and getting the inspired action delivered, whatever. It's really like tuning in and tapping out. Because as long as you're in alignment, it doesn't matter. You know it's going to be for you. It's all for you anyway. But one is going to be from a place of abundance and the other is going to be from a place of lack, which means it's, you're going to kill yourself to get what you think you need versus allow yourself to experience what is. It's the same thing we were just talking about, giving up control. I know. The focus is on being alignment, not on the end result. You know? Is it? I hear like effort, right? And when I hear like effort, Paul talks about effort, you know, and just put pain right underneath that. Like, you know, it's, a, it's the whole trying thing. But. And so it's like, you know, it's too simple. It's, it's too simple for us to accept it. It must be harder. There has to be a magic trick. There has to be some luck or outside force that is blessing you with that. It can't, it can't be that you simply listen to your breath once a day, a couple times a day. It depends on how much you want to stay in alignment. And I'm not saying that the other meditations are bad. I'm saying when you go to do those meditations from a place of alignment, they are completely different. You don't get bored. You're not trying to figure it out. You're not trying to attain the gland. I mean, it's completely different. One thing that I picked up on during that uh, during that video was whenever she was talking about uh, the impulses to move all their stuff around and to try out her speakers and stuff. It just that just seemed like a physical like example of being in alignment with source and like what Ito talks about, like 
that the children are closer to the source because they have no problem with just playing because there's they don't need something to be a certain way and there's a desire to try new things and to just be without having to look a certain way or do a certain thing or fit into a certain category. It's just, just an indicator that your alignment just by being able to listen to a new story and do new things just, just to do it. It's like there's no justification in that. You know, back to last night, there's no, it doesn't matter how valid, how justified, there is, there is none. In surrendering, in no control, there is no justification, there is no validity. You're putting yourself in a position to hear something else, to see something else, to experience something else. Not something else that you created. So when I saw it, when I heard it, and I'm just like, oh man, you know how much I like to get back to basics. I mean, keep it simple, stupid. I'm just like, wow. And so like the question is, is like, how am I not keeping it simple? What am I not allowing? Where am I in the way? What am I holding on to? That's where they get the term white knuckling it. You only get white knuckles when what? That's it, when you got a tight grip on what you think you know or what you think you have. All the other stuff, it's like all the Dr. Joe stuff, all the other meditations. It is so much more profound from this place than it is from this place of you thinking that you know it or understand it now. But everything is. Everything. Everything in life. Like last night, we're, after the meeting, we're talking about the you know, the energy signature, and I'm got this thing going in my head where when we transferred the license plate from one car to the next, it was like a new energy signature. You know, it was still, the license plate is still me, but now everywhere I go, it's, it's, it's a new signature. Or, let me rephrase that, everywhere Robin goes. Ha, ha, ha.